We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jack Ramsey's Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. It's happened. It's it's over. It's done with. Damian Lillard has been sent to the Milwaukee Bucks in a massive, massive deal as part of a three-team deal that will send Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, to Monty Kamara, a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first. Swap rights with the Bucks that are unprotected in 28 and 30. The Phoenix Suns will take on Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Drew Holiday will be flipped further by the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, where that goes, we will discuss further. But Brandon, Dame is traded and it's not to the heat. What is your first reaction? Uh, so I just want to clarify something real quick. You you did say Milwaukee, not Miami, right? Milwaukee, the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> In case you vis- missed any of my victory lap today. Hey, uh, do you think this gets aggregated so Miami children get all upset again, or I hope does so. that stop now? I just I just want it to be known that the uh, supposed uh, was it. 25-year Florida journalist um, oh. has been wrong the entire time and literally everything that I have said and reported over 89 days has been right. Just want to get that out there. Get that out. I get would that like to rejoice. I would like to rejoice. I think that's okay to get some stuff out right now. I just, I was, um, I found this out at the gym. I was at the gym in the middle of a workout. I'm like, you know what? Just check in between sets. Maybe something's happening. And it happened, and I instantly get a call from a friend of mine who does radio in Milwaukee. He's like, yo, can you come on? And I'm like, oh, I'm at the gym, but okay. And I just thought in between waiting for that phone call, you know what I thought, Danny, is could you imagine if Aaron Fentress okayed that trade like two months ago? <laughs> how, much, how we wouldn't have ended up with DeAndre Ayton? Like, could you imagine? Hmm. The interesting thing here is that it's not done. It's not done. That's the thing. It's hard to grade a trade that's not done. That's the thing about all of this is that it's not done. And on air today, I said from a basketball standpoint right now, I would give this a C, C plus. Do you think that's fair? I, you know, this is where I finished with it. I, I, I was chatting with Richmond because I was listening to your show. So I was chatting with a bunch of people, friends of the show. And I came to the conclusion it's a B. And then I kind of went C+. Plus, mm-hmm. And then the one thing that kind of led me back to B territory was the idea of they're going to trade Drew Holiday. Yes. Like, they are actively this, shopping him right now. And I and we, we, yeah. Do you want to get into that right first or you want to talk about the other stuff first? Well, I want to talk about the other stuff. Okay. But like. My first gut reaction was not even like thinking, it's just like reacting, right? Mm. And I'm like, if Drew's here till the deadline, could there be a mentorship mentorship thing? You know, that, that kind of stuff. And then immediately I hit send and Woj is on TV and he's like, they're going to shop Drew. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they made a trade and they're going to make another trade and they're just going to keep flipping the piece until they kind of get exactly 
what they want because Miami wasn't going to give them this. Like, you weren't going to be able to move Kyle Lowry the same way you could move Drew Holiday. So, to me, Joe looked at this in multi multiple ways. He looked at it and said, Miami's the loudest and they won't stop. Dame's side of things was pretty loud and they got warned by the NBA. Mm-hmm. How can I send him somewhere where it makes it look good on us? He'll end up being happy because I know, I know for a fact, not just because he tweeted, but like you talk to people, he is the number one player that dude wants to play with. And Damon, I will tell you unequivocally, Damon Giannis have talked back and forth for literal years. They yes. have recruited each other to each other's teams. I there is not a thing in this world that yes. anyone can tell me otherwise because I have it from yes the source right. <laughs> so it's like there's a win there, and then. Mm-hmm. You get a 25-year-old center who's looking for a change of scenery that, like, when he's not even playing that well, he's a he's better than Yusuf Nurkic at this point. And then you also get to see what you flip for Drew. It was the patience paid off for him. Uh, solid, solid trade. I, I think some of the territory, Danny, to me today, I think the trade's fine. I'm curious to see what they do with Drew. But I think a lot of the noise we got today wasn't so much about the actual trade. It felt like on Portland side of things, at least how I saw it on Twitter, was Portland fan mostly being ecstatic about this because it wasn't Miami. Like that almost trumped the actual trade and what you got in it. Itself and that's that's what I want to make sure we kind of avoid when we talk about like the actual trade itself. Remember, Brandon, when this when this first got out. And again, I, I will I will call back to the Miami aggregators talking about how stupid I was. Um, boy, um, when you're wrong, you're wrong. What was the thing I said that Miami needs to go out and do? Facilitate another team. But not just that. Go get an under 25-year-old premier front court player. What is DeAndre Ayton? That. Shit was not rocket science. It never was. It never was. Like, well, we could have included Caleb Martin. Talk to your GM. They did not revisit. They did not up their offer. They're totally fine running it back. You don't have the ammunition for Dame. You don't have the ammunition for Giannis. You don't have the ammunition for Donovan Mitchell. You don't have the ammunition for shit. Right. So this whole, like, oh, we'll get the next guy. I'll believe it when I see it. This is turning into Danny Ainge chasing ghosts. <laughs> almost got him. Darn. You know who we almost had like eight years ago? <laughs> Look, man, I'm not going to bag on the Miami Heat organization because they're very well run. They have been for years. But they're chasing ghosts right now. And they believe that Dame was in the bag for them. And this is what they got. Like, if, if I'm going to sit here and say, yeah, yeah, I, I believe they messed it up drastically. I think they made a horrendous offer out of the gate, an entirely disrespectful offer out of the gate. A, eh, we're not going to give you shit for it. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a room for negotiation. I'm not going to say you need to come out with your best offer. You shouldn't. But coming with that, Tyler Hero and two firsts, plus the necessary salary, buddy. Buddy, you thought Portland was going to pick up the phone again? After the way things were handled in public, too? Mm. No. No, 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 I think no, that no, was, no. I think that was the thing, Danny, too. It was like, uh, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see Aiton when he gets here, mm-hmm. what he looks like this season with these young guys, right? I want to see what they get for Drew. I was looking up some Tumani Kamara or Tumani, uh, yeah, Kamara highlights from his Dayton season because he's mm-hmm. a rookie. A guy a the Blazers can... brought in for workouts yes. before the draft. Uh, kid can shoot six eight, like he's he's kind of a position of need. Something they kind of he, he's like. a flyer, six eight yes. athletic dude with some skills. Let's see what he can do. Like he's a late second draft pick. Like yeah, not nothing, but totally fine too. Like it's like oh, okay, cool. That's that's fine. And to me, it it just, and the pick stuff is like, we can get into that at some point. I I just, 
people are debating Miami, Milwaukee picks. Like we can we can argue about that if we want, but they're so far out. Like who who knows what they're going to actually be, and and if we'll even have them. But I think one of my other takeaways too was if Miami actually took this process more seriously and with the same urgency, I think they win. But like ultimately, it was loud. It got annoying, mm-hmm. and they refused to get off their their one offer and. I think Portland heard all of it, saw it, and said, fine. The F Miami trade. Yeah. Like, and, and the other part of this is they said, go find something better, essentially. Yes. And guess what? Portland had multiple offers at the finish line. And you know what the funny thing is that we can get into, too, is like where Drew goes. The funny thing about it, it was like Joe saw the situation and was like, Okay, guys, uh, I'll do this then. I'll deal Damian Lillard, and then I'll go get your position of need to my team with a player that I don't need, and then you can give me your your offer again so I can flip Tyler Hero or I can flip so-and-so while getting two first-round picks because that's unfortunately where Miami is now. They go from Dame Lillard to, oh, man, we kind of need a Drew Holiday. Like, now they're in that position, and mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, you want to pick up the phone now? Like, now we can talk a little more. I don't even think Tyler Hero and two first gets you, get you Drew now. <laughs> <laughs> just being honest. Let's let's get to the just kind of overall situation here. I've, I feel very strongly in saying that Damian Lillard is entirely fine with going to Milwaukee. This is not a situation where he's going to be pissed off about it. He's quite literally playing with the best possible teammate for him in the entire NBA. This is the dream matchup. This mm-hmm. is the dream scenario. They are going to break basketball. Yeah. If you run a Dame Giannis pick and roll, you throw two at Dame and you let Giannis play downhill four on three. If you sag back, you give space to Damian Lamont, Ollie Lillard Sr. Meanwhile, on the weak side is Chris Middleton, and in the opposite corner is Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Good luck. That team Don't stays healthy. <laughs> Look, that team stays healthy. Knock on all the wood. They're running through teams. They're running through the NBA. Yeah, I tend to believe that, too. If they're healthy the whole year, I, I think that's the team in the East. That is, It's the team in the NBA. I think I, I tend to agree with you because I love that pairing. I love that Middleton's like the third fiddle there. I love that Brooke on some nights can be third or fourth mm-hmm. option. The Denver thing would be fun because Jokic had some pretty good matchups against Giannis. But the Dame thing is where it gets real interesting, right? Like Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have road. to guard a point guard. Like Everybody's like, exactly. oh, well, Miami and Denver. And I'm like, oh, you mean where Jamal Murray didn't have to play the other side of the floor? Right, yeah, Gabe Vincent's not Damian Lillard, that's yeah. for sure. They, they can't hide Jamal Murray with Damian yeah. Lillard on the floor. Good luck. You just can't. So I, I do, I it, do it does change the, 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 the way things look. My other, my other initial reaction after the, the Blazer side of stuff, Danny, was I don't know if it's a hot take, and again, if they stay healthy, but... I think it's in the running today of this is the greatest trade a championship contending team has ever made in the NBA history. To give up Grayson Allen and some spare parts and somehow you ended up in the situation with Damian. Like, Drew Holiday is a good player, okay? Mm-hmm. But Damian Lillard is a top 75 player of all time who's coming off the biggest career year offensively of his life. Like, that element... To just give up Drew Holiday and a Grayson Allen, like they they didn't have to give up a whole lot to go get a Damian Lillard. No, they helped facilitate a situation, and and that's really where we should kind of I think steer from here is. Yes, the Blazers got DeAndre Ayton. The Suns gave up DeAndre Ayton for Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. If I would have told you that three months ago, three weeks ago, three days ago. You wouldn't have believed me. I know that because I have been tweeting for 10 goddamn days that DeAndre Ayton is going to be had for Yusuf Nurkic and spare parts. Mm -hmm. Look, Grayson Allen is a guy you love to hate. And you should because he's a dirty player. He should not be the centerpiece to a DeAndre Ayton deal, a guy who was drafted number one overall five years ago. Yeah, This isn't Anthony Bennett. He is not cooked. He is very good. 
very mm-hmm. talented. There are issues. But that is, they're cutting bait on a number one pick who can still very much play. Mm-hmm. I love Nasir Little. I wish the Blazers could have kept him. He's one of my favorite people I've ever covered. That's not the kind of player you normally would get in return for DeAndre Ayton. And I am not taking any shots at Nas. I love the dude. Yeah. But he's had an injury real history. Keon Johnson is a young player who has just been snake-bitten by injuries just like Nas. But he's still very young and still hasn't shown a ton yet. Mm-hmm. And Nurk is 29 years old and has had one of the most devastating injuries in basketball. He's an old 29, man. That's like a 33. That ain't a 29. That's like a 33. And I will give you this. He is in the best shape of his life in in the NBA. He looks incredible. Mm -hmm. And probably because he knew he was getting moved to a team that had championship aspirations. Do you see his tweet? The the Suns and Four guy? Yeah, the Suns and Four one I saw, yeah. The man gets it. The, the, like he he is Maximus Decimus Meridius, all right. Like he knows how to like the, the the crowd is is Rome. He knows how to stir the crowd, man. I love that about him. I I, I look. He he thanked Portland. Uh, he had his things with the team, but pretty classy guy. I think for the most part. I did almost quote tweet him with the same Suns and Four photo and say, "How many games until you start blocking Suns fans on Twitter?" And I was gonna have that guy go for. His worst, DeAndre Ayton, (sighs) most people scapegoated that guy last year. And look, the relationship with Monty, the way it kind of all was, it didn't go well. But he was easily the guy that everybody pointed to with that team and said, he's not doing a good enough job, right? It It was never anybody else. And the crazy thing is last year, he played 67 games. Everybody would say it was kind of a down year from what they were expecting. It's better than any year Yusuf Nurkic has ever had in his career. You know, I need to pull this back up. Keep, keep going. Sorry. Well, I would. I, would, I just. I, it's amazing to me that I don't know what he's gonna be, how long it's gonna go, but like he's twenty five years old. He gets placed into this. Hey, Chris Paul's here. One of the hardest guys to play with because of what he's. He he, he wears on everyone. Everywhere, Everybody. As great as he is. Blake Griffin did a golfing video that I watched. He's just playing 18 holes. He was asked, like, Chris is hard to play with, man. He demands a lot. Plus, you pair that with the national spotlight suddenly being in Phoenix, and then everybody going, well, yeah. It's no, all his fault. You can't stop Jokic. This is all your fault. Like, And let's, let's, like, let's not kid ourselves here. He is a malcontent. He is. It's not like a full reclamation project. Sure. But he was available for a reason. Yes, and for those wondering, the, I, I want to give people some some numbers here. In effective field goal percentage in his career, he has been in the seventy second, forty eighth, eighty fourth, eighty sixth, and fifty ninth percentile. Uh, his rim frequency has gone from around fifty five to sixty percent to forty two and forty one in the last two years. His mid range um, frequency is literally the 98th percentile. He takes a lot of mid-rangers from his shot. But here's the other part of this. He is in the 90th percentile in rim finishing and the 80th percentile in mid-range finishing. He's a 48% mid-range shooter. He is a 75-plus percent rim finisher. You are going to end... He's seven foot 270. Mm-hmm. He is a massive human being that moves like a deer. The Portland Trailblazers, with their current lineup of their eight-man of Scoot, Ant, Tease, Grant, Aiton, Sharp, Walker, Murray, is the most athletic team that this franchise has had in 25 years. They are big, they are long, they are athletic. They mm-hmm. will get out and run. They will lose a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> but they will be fun. I was wondering where you were going with that, the way you just rattled everything <laughs> off right there. I, I, look, there's no doubt it's going to be exciting to watch, to see it kind of uh, what it does through the year, how it grows, how it changes, what they're like when they play on the court together. There's no doubt the guy 
has kind of tendencies or at least a history of being a little pouty. But you know what? We just shipped a guy out that was doing that, and we made the playoffs a, a few different times with him. I think I think you can get a new change of scenery, and I think with the right people around him, he doesn't have as big a reason to be malcontent. He's not dealing with a point guard yelling at him every other play or a coach that doesn't like him or, you know, 30 games on national television. He gets to kind of come here in Portland, make his $30 million a year, play with some young stud athletes, get more looks. Like, it could end up being a pretty good thing for him. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm seeing heat people saying that, you know, that Drew Holiday is not going to get any more. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Drew Holiday is going to get more in a return than, than Tyler Hero got. I know, and I think this is where we'll pivot here. Everybody keeps asking, what's the return for Drew? What's the return for Drew? What's the return for Drew? I know for a fact there are multiple teams the second Drew Holiday became available that, that are inquiring about him. There are more teams that are capable and able to go after Drew than there were for Damian Lillard. Why? Because he's on a two-year deal and his salary is smaller. That opens up the pool. There are more teams that can talk themselves into this than they can Dame. Because it's a bigger, longer commitment. Now, the return's not going to be this something that's like, oh my God, it's earth shattering. But I can very easily see them getting a good first round pick and multiple veteran players that they can then turn and flip. This is, if the if I understand, if my intel is as good as it has been through this entire thing, is the Blazers are trying to turn a paperclip into a house. You get one thing, you turn it into another, you turn it into another, you turn it into another, and you turn it into another. So they get Drew Holiday, okay? Now, how do I get Drew Holiday into a young player and picks or another veteran player and a pick or two veterans in a pick and I can flip that veteran to another team for another pick and I can flip that veteran for something else or I can get three expiring salaries, a veteran and a pick and flip that for another veteran that I can flip somewhere. Like That's what they have to do. And that's why I keep putting this deal like a CC plus, but they have the capacity and the capability to go out there and try to turn one thing into another, into another, into another, to try to get something. I've heard Boston. I've heard Philadelphia. I've heard the Clippers. I've heard the Jazz. I've heard Nets. Nets. Yes, I, I like I said. I have heard of multiple teams right out of the gate. Yeah. They're going to they're going to check in. Because Drew's that dude. He's the best guard defender in the NBA. There's not a there's not a primary ball hand in the league that I've ever talked to in the last five years who's who hasn't been like Drew is a terror. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I hate playing him. He's just he's got that in him. He's that good. He is a baseline level of competency for you. Not just your like ball handlers, but your team. He is a foundational culture piece. That's the way this thing is going to go. And is there a team out there that's going to look at that and go, I'll take that risk because that's a pro. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best defensive players in the NBA. Is he this offensive powerhouse? No. But do I have to worry about him in any shape, way, matter, or form? No. No, you don't. I would imagine that a Drew deal is done before the weekend. I, I would also... You know, I, I think uh, somebody else texting to earlier, they threw Houston out. And I'm not saying Houston doesn't have stuff that maybe makes Joe happy. Maybe Joe does do this. I could be wrong on this mm-hmm. take. But my read, not talking to anybody, my read is I think Joe, even though Dame didn't end up in the city he wanted to, Joe sent him to a better spot. Like, I hate to tell Miami Heat fan that, but, like, it is a better oh, spot. Oh, don't hate that. It's, 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 it's they, they made the Milwaukee Bucks the favorites. It's, yes, un- yes. Unquestionably. It's it's basketball wise, there's no better landing spot for Damian Lillard than Milwaukee. But but what I notice is Joe sending him to that spot, right? That was a narrative through this was like, you're really gonna send your franchise player? What's that say about you? Like, well, first of all, we don't get free agents. So thanks for that random yeah. comment. But if you were to play into that realm of narrative, I just tend to lean that Joe's gonna find a way to ship this dude to a legit team. And I'm not saying Houston can't be legit, but I don't think Houston's going to be good in the next two years. That's not something I'm gambling on. And mm-hmm. his contract ends. He might retire. He's already talked about maybe retiring at the end of that contract. 
I tend to think there's going to be a lot of financial reasons to stay and keep playing, but maybe and that's the thing is that. like maybe a team looks at him and says, "Hey, come here, don't retire. We'll give you two more years. We'll give you an extension and we'll give you fat money because we have money. But we need some. We need an elder statesman in our locker room." Yes. And I, I could see him shipping him, and I think he's going to take the best return he can get. But I think Joe is always kind of leaning with these situations and the I'm going to send him to a place that he actually can go compete and, and help a good team. There's something you and I have talked about with Joe, and he has said publicly. What does Joe want to do in trades? He wants everybody to win. Do you feel like the Milwaukee Bucks felt like they won right now? I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks are screaming through the roof. I did an interview in Milwaukee. Like, that was the team that won that trade the most. Do you think the Suns got what they wanted out of this? Sadly, I do. Good luck to them with that, though. But, again, do they feel like they got what they – Yeah. They, they have a lot of selling to do because, again, yeah. DeAndre, this is not shots at Nurk or Nas or Keon or Ace, uh, Grayson Allen. I'll take shots at Grayson Allen. That's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> – this a number one overall pick five years ago. There's capital. There's investment. Like they're cutting him loose, mm-hmm. and it's not because he's a bad player. Like that's that's a lot. So no. for Portland to get so far, Drew, Tamani Kamara, Aiton, a first and two swaps. Can they take Drew and turn him into multiple firsts? Can they turn him into two? Can they turn him into three? Because here's the thing. The Tyler Hero deals that I have heard from numerous teams all were some version of the same of a protected first and a rotation or sub-rotation level player. There was not a team out there that was willing to go above board for that. Hmm. As I understand it right now, there are offers better than that for Drew Holiday. Now, if the Blazers can't pull that out and that was a bunch of smoke, that's going to hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the Blazers take this deal unless they had a reeling suspicion of what the market was shaping up for to be for Drew Holiday. Mm -hmm. The other thing about this is the Blazers did not have one offer on the table. They had multiple offers on the table for Damian Lillard when they made their decision. I was told this morning about 8, 8.30 that today was going to be the day and that there were three offers, maybe four on the table. Legitimate offers. Like, not, not hey, we'll give you this. Like, here's the offer submitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically like Joe picking up the phone and choosing the destination, choosing the trade and saying, okay, we're good. Yep. Yeah. So, like, the framework is established. This is This is your offer. Okay. We'll get back to you. And then they sat down and said, here's what we're going to do. So this whole idea of Miami's the only only suitor out there. Nobody else is going to offer anything. Take the trash from Miami and get lost, Portland poverty franchise. Every last bit of that posturing from that Miami media market, which I will say it again, what an unprofessional just shit show. on, On every level. It's Miami, bro. Are you watching I, what's happening in Florida right now? <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I thought there would be some semblance of no. just no. professional pride for people who have done it for decades. I I can't even believe the stuff that I saw. Hilariously, the radio guy in Miami, Dan Lebetard, was the one who got it the most. Shout, <laughs> shouts to Lebetard for the mouthpiece. Did you see the video? Oh, I saw the heat yeah, mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. Dan gets it. I mean, the whole show. I mean, the show large. He's gonna have different people pop off, but like they did a thing today as soon as it it happened, and I was like, I gotta listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it, and you know what? It was like a lot of being humbled, but then immediately like leaning into the sports guy thing. Like, yeah. Now we're gonna get Joel Embiid. Like, yeah, no, that doesn't mean like they they, they got next. it from the jump. Yeah, they like, knew. Yeah. They, so they so shouts to them. Um, I got nothing but love for Levitard. I've loved that guy for ever. So, uh, it's the best, it's the best sports show in America, in yeah. my opinion. But. It, I love those guys. Yeah. Um, what is your, I don't know. What's, what, what is your, your outcome of this that you're like, yes, that's it. That's it. Like that makes me love it. 
Is there, let me rephrase this. Is there a, is there a deal, a realistic, you don't have to give me particulars. Is there something out there that within the realm of possibilities in your brain could turn this deal into an A? Uh, I'd have to be surprised by Drew. I think, I mean, a lot of like the grading of trades is it's a bit ridiculous in general. Like I, mean, I, I literally did it four times today on text, right? I don't want to sound like a hypocrite there, but it's kind of ridiculous because so much has to play out over time. I mean, Milwaukee got one of the best play 15 players in the NBA paired with the first or second best player in the NBA. I, I don't know how it gets better than that, right? From the Portland angle, though, that stands out. I mean, I just, I think taking the swing on DeAndre, he's already under contract. You know what? If it doesn't move, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, like it's a movable asset still, but you're not leaning into that. And if you were to compare the prospects, Danny, like the thing about Miami and Hero, everybody in our mentions with this hero, 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 like if Miami was unwilling to find the third team for him, unwilling to do a lot of the legwork, if we're just comping players with age and position, like it's Aiden. And it's not, I'm not trying to sound biased with that. I know it's the name of the podcast is a Blazer-esque podcast, but it's an actual position of need with an actual timeline that makes sense given the current state of the roster. So like, it's a bit of a gamble, sure, but he's a positional need. Tyler Hero would have gotten traded here if Portland agreed to it, and it would have turned into, now we got to find a, a trade for him. And I know you can say, well, they're doing that with Drew. I think it's a little different though. Drew is, everybody in the league knows what Drew is, and that's good. People don't know what. I don't know what the consensus is of what Tyler Hero's ceiling is in this league. How good can he be? Has he already peaked? What is he? I think a lot of people are debating that. I don't do that with Drew Holiday. So it's, to me, I liked the gamble on Aiton because of positional need. And I also just think getting the Holiday part of this is going to help make that trade a little sweeter. It's a solid trade. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. It's a solid trade. You dress to position of need and you go get some more assets with a veteran that doesn't necessarily work for the current state of your team. I don't think there's a way, and I've said this from the jump, I don't think there's a way that they can win this trade, but there's a way that they can lose it. I don't think they lost it. No, I, I don't think I, they I, lost I, it. I think they did enough right now to be like, it's not great, but you got... And, and so nobody can say I'm sitting here acting funny. I said I don't want a collection of assets. I want one shiny thing. Give me one thing I can say, okay, they got one thing. They did. They got the one thing. Now, can they get more? Turn this into a solid B, maybe a B plus? See what they can do. If they can't, that's a bummer. Gotta kind of hold some feet to the fire. Right. But... I have a reeling suspicion that they're going to be able to get more for Tyler or for uh, Drew Holiday than they were going to get for Tyler Harrow. And that's not some like homerism. That's just based on what I'm being told by people in the league. There are not people clamoring for, for Tyler Harrow. There are people clamoring for an all defensive first team, all star point guard, NBA title winning point guard. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why that's this hard thing for people to kind of grasp, but yeah. Did, did you, I'm sure you're a sicko, so I'm sure you've seen and heard <laughs> literally everything possibly made already. Did you see the Amin Al-Hassan video? I think he was in a car or something and he was giving his thoughts. I think it was with Lebetard. He was giving his mm. thoughts. And like, I, I don't know if they caught him at a bad time. The dude knows so much basketball, but like to honestly look at that interview and say, this was just a spite deal. Like if you told me there's some spite involved, I'm absolutely believing it. Oh, honestly, if you don't think I, that I there's, there was emotions in this, that's sure there's, there was, there's had to have been high emotions given everything said, done, except nobody between Portland or Miami or Dame's camp acted in good faith anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was just all over the place. No, no, anybody's like, like, everybody's like, oh, Miami's the Miami, the Miami's innocent in this. They're just trying to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, they weren't. 
You but, pissed off Portland. Portland pissed off Dame. Like it's a whole circle of everybody pissing each other off. Sure. Just ad- like admit that. That's it's okay to admit that. People everywhere, egos and feelings were hurt. There is no doubt about that. I will. I will honestly always reference this trade when talking about it as the F Miami trade. That's how this will go down in my memory. This is a sports. Memory oh, you're important. not the only one either. And I think honestly, that'll that'll it'll have that tag, yep. not just locally but nationally. It should. I mean, it's clearly some spite was here, but like he was on this. It's just spite, and this deal isn't better. And I'm like, bro, okay, you the pick thing again. Call it a wash. Like hero getting hero and Kyle Lowry versus getting a center. And a veteran point guard that other teams covet? Like, how can you not say that this is better than that offer? Could Miami have made a stronger offer? Yes. But they They didn't. didn't. And they want to, in Portland, I think, you know, shout out to the Trailblazers, P1s of this podcast, because I've been saying for months, deal that dude before media day. I don't want to deal with it. Of which, as a reminder, scheduling note, I will be there live at media day on Monday. I, I'm thinking of going too, honestly. Like, it's going to be a sight to behold, and there's a lot of questions to ask. But I just I, I feel like that's a disingenuous thing to say, that it's not a better deal. They they needed a center, a younger one. They got it. Uh, and not and just a center. A, they, they got a – we've been talking about this for six months. Ever since it, the tag on, on Joe Cronin came off – the thing that I have said is that the Blazers would be open to changing that position if they can find a younger, more athletic center who fits stylistically what they want to do. They didn't just go get a young center. They yeah. got a young center that fits the team that they want to build. They want to run pick and rolls with Scoot Henderson and DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. Anthony Simons and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. You've got a rim roller, like real rim rolling gravity for the first time since 2014. And look, LaMarcus didn't... Like, Remember what we called... Like, he was called LaMarcia because he didn't roll as often as we wanted him to and he popped. It's the same thing as Satan. Oh, I mean, you can make a real argument. He's most athletic center Portland's had since fill in the blank. I mean, it's honestly... it's Think about that. Like, even Odin's okay. sample size too small for me to throw that in there. Hickson's too small, but JJ was dumb athletic. Yeah. But he was he only six. Feet. He's like six seven. Yeah. Um, let's let's play this game real quick. So before that, so you had Prisbilla. Yeah. Camby, nope. he was too old then. Too old. Greg, obviously, his legs were cooked. Right. Yep. Um, ha. Yeah, Davis there. Ed's more power forwardy, but no, I was talking uh Dale. Dale, Dale. oh yeah. But in between but- that, you had Hassan Jin. Yeah, oh, well, thanks for that reminder. That's great. I watched that guy literally shoot a two-foot baby hook and hit nothing but the back of the backboard. Boom, Jay, boom, Jay. Boom, Jay, boom, Jay. How can we ever forget? Uh, I mean, he's... Seriously. The, it's probably... It, it, it's if Chris Abbas. It, it's probably Cliff when he played like those weird... With, like the early okay. iteration small ball lineups with Cliff at the five. Okay, but do you see how far it, back it, like, that's, that's why do you think I said this is the most athletic team they've put on the floor in twenty five years? Because it's not it's not up for debate. No, but that's kind of the point, is like that's why those narratives I think it's one thing to be wrong on some of this stuff. It's another to be surprised that Milwaukee was the team to facilitate with Phoenix and whatnot, but to seriously look at a camera and say, it's not a better deal. Oh, okay. Like we could have got Kyle Lowry, who's a worse player than Drew Holiday right now. That's not debatable. And a position we didn't need, who we'd also probably have to trade. Ooh, good call. Sorry to interrupt you. Theo Ratliff. The Rattler. Yeah. That's Pretty that's that's the one. That's Pretty good th- one. That's the last time they had somebody long, rangy, and bouncy like who was, was affected there. Because we still have the 76ers Theo Ratliff because yeah. they went He's, off he him and still, went He can still Dumbo. move. Yeah, 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 yeah. But my point is, I just those kind of comments exist, and I, I'm not giving this the greatest grade of all time as a trade. But like, stop with this. It's not better than hero Kyle Lowry and two first round picks. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see how that 
all kind of shapes out. Yeah. In the the next version of that. Is that your Giannis jersey? Yes, it is my Giannis jersey. For those that don't know, I did tweet it out, and th- this is, for me, it's very, very cool. I have said for literal, y- there you go, Mirren Fader's book, Giannis, if you want to read Shout it. Shout out Mirren Fader. I don't know why my background's blurring it out. Yeah, but it's a fantastic, a fantastic biography. Um, I have two autographed jerseys that I have framed up currently. I have a third. Uh, my my Roy jersey frame got broken, um, unfortunately. That sucks. But I have two autographed jerseys currently up in my office right now. Dame and Giannis. It Where is, did you get the Giannis? I pulled some strings. Really? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm thinking about going to this game as a media member because the hundred level tickets are like twelve hundred dollars. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And you, you, I mean, the national media is going to be there too. So uh, make sure you get to a few games before that, so they don't cut you off. <laughs> hey, you know what? You put me in two oh seven. I'm I'm used to that life, dog. It, it don't matter <laughs> me. I just want to be in the. Building. You're gonna you're gonna yeah. sit center court with me? Okay. <laughs> I'd love to sit next to you, but I know how that goes. But I I don't do it. I've never done it. I uh, this might be the first time I've ever taken. Something snuck it in, and at the end, when the game's done, I'm like, yo, I hate to bother you right Pass now. it off to somebody to have it, uh, yeah. No, I might just straight up walk up to him like, yo, big fan of yours, got the book, everything, and he, I don't know. If he's in the right mood, it depends. We'll see what happens. Um, I've seen a few people talk about Dame's song. Have you seen the lyrics? You know, I saw one tweet with, like, don't believe the narrative or, you know, I love you. Like I saw that. I, I haven't listened to it. Uh, is I'm assuming it's emotional. It is. Yeah. Look, it's a breakup. Mm-hmm. It's a divorce. It's, I'd say it's a divorce. It's yeah. Uh, that's, that's a better way to put this. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Feelings are hurt on both sides. But okay, can I interrupt real quick? But yeah, I saw his cousin, uh, Brookfield Deuce. Mm-hmm. Everybody found out that was his cousin years ago. I saw him with this big, long rant and tweet. And, like, I get it, man. Like, you don't get to go with your cousin to Miami. Okay. But if I could just interject a little bit, I'm not saying things didn't happen where certain people feel a certain way and this wasn't messy in uh, some ways behind the scenes. Can, can, can we stop with the pretending like this is some – Worst possible scenario that's happened to a star. Like we literally shipped him to the first. I don't, I don't think anyone. I, I I was I would say very strongly. I don't think anyone in Dame's camp is mad and or frustrated about him going to Milwaukee. Hmm. The moving to Milwaukee has its challenges. Sure. So does Portland. But <laughs> basketball wise, there are no issues. None. There shouldn't be any. It's a great team. It's the East favorite. So that's the thing is like it's going to get ugly and it's going to get messy. All-star game. And the reality, oh yeah, Dave, he's good lord. He's going to get a lot more recognition and he's, he's going to go he's going to be on national TV 40 times. Yes. I can tell you right now that Heat Blazers game not on national TV anymore. Uh, yeah, they're going to flex the hell out of that thing. And those <laughs> ticket prices went way down. So, listen, sorry to all you guys who bought that ticket. Thinking <laughs> That's tough. Um, there's so much in this. Is there anything on, on Nurk Nas that you, that you want? Yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to say um, I'm really rooting – for for Nas to stay healthy here. This is a mm-hmm. huge, huge opportunity for him in Phoenix, man, because he is he's been a guy that I think we have seen flashes with, but just for not his fault, cannot stay healthy. No, yeah, just the, the dumbest, most randomly insane things. If he stays healthy, Danny, I think he's a pretty good role guy for them. I'm not saying he's their sixth man or anything. No, but, but like he that. patched like they have so many scores, so many dribblers, so yes. many creation guys. All he has to do is focus on like, let me get downhill, let me get in transition, let me do the dirty work. Look, Nas has accepted, and I mean this in a, a flattering way, that he is a role guy. And he has honed his three-point shot, completely broke it down, built it back up. He understands what he needs to do. If he can stay healthy, I am 100% with you. 
he can be an impactful role guy in Phoenix. If he can be what Jay Crowder was two years ago before he got disgruntled. Without being an ass. Yeah, exactly. Phoenix would be through the roof. I, yep. It's also not going to surprise me at all. You speak of that, and I love to hear, like, his his interview is still one of my all-time favorite interviews after he got that contract. Of mm-hmm. $28 million is life-changing. If you would have told me at 18 years old that I would have $28 million in a contract, I would have called you crazy. And that's not a, like, that's not a line from Nasir. Like, I, I, I know no. him relatively well. He is 100% rooted in reality. It was funny. He was uh, he was moving into a place, and he was talking about furniture, and he was telling me, do you know how much it costs to get, like, nice furniture for a house? And he tells me the price. He goes, I ain't paying for that. I'm going to Ikea. Yes, good for him. <laughs> you know, as, as, as easy to be for you and I to say $28 million, well, I, I'm in. That's tough to say yes to as an NBA player. It's different for guys like that. I mean, like that guy was the best basketball player. He was the number five prospect in the country. For those that don't know, number five prospect in the country coming out. I mean, Danny, how many games did did he play before he wasn't the best player on the court? Probably every day until he got to North Carolina. Exactly. So it's not always easy for that. So for you to say that makes me love and cheer for him more. I also won't be shocked if he's the guy on a TNT weeknight game getting into a little bit of a scuffle defending a Devin Booker after a foul or something like Oh, yeah, but a, little, a little enforcer action? A little bit. Yeah, he's a Look, big I will, dude Look, I will man. tell you this right now. The hub of the Blazers locker room for the last three years always had Nasir Little in the middle of it. He was involved in every conversation. He was... In every joke, always like he is a guy that you, as a teammate, you want. Mm-hmm. You gravitate towards Nas because of his, because he's genuine. Yeah, like I think some of that stuff gets lost in like, oh, this guy can't do this, like he sh- can't shoot or he can't defend or like, and it's like there, there is more intrinsic stuff. Nas is a guy you want in your locker room. Nas is a guy you want around you as a person. Of all the athletes that I've covered, there has always been something about him that I appreciated and respected. And it was always like, can't, he's just good. He's just a nice person. He's just a good human. Like, it's, it's genuine. There's nothing fake. He hasn't changed the money hasn't changed him. The fame hasn't changed. Look, does he wear some nice clothes? Yeah. But he's been rooted. And you got to give him all the respect and, and all, all the praise to him and his parents, how they raised him and how mm-hmm. he has stayed true to him. And I wish him nothing but the best. And honestly, as up and down as things have been with Yusuf Nurkic, the same. I wish him nothing but the best. Like I, you know, People made fun of like him and I going back and forth last year. It's like, And remember, it was about... Me saying DeAndre Ayton was better than him. Which is pretty ironic. Like, it'd be kind of funny if you trolled and brought that back and be like, uh, update, question mark? <laughs> Don't do it, though. I, I'm, I'm not. Look, Largely, Nurk he had a have, lot of fans here. He yes. had a lot of fans, Yusuf did. I, I was a fan of him as a human because we went through similar things. Like, I've talked about this. I hope he can find whatever he's looking for and Phoenix utilizes him to the best. I want a Phoenix Milwaukee finals. Oh, you know, one thing we haven't addressed. Dame's going to Miami with Giannis, but guess who else? Old Terry bear. Terry Terry Stotts is running the offense and he has Giannis and Dame to work with. Well, don't don't exclude Rolo or Pat Connaughton out of this equation. It's the 2014 Blazers are back, baby. Phoenix has the Blazers' front court from last year and Yusuf Nurkic and Drew Eubanks. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay. They also have Nasir Little and Keon Johnson and James Jones, mm-hmm. who, incidentally enough, James Jones is one year in Portland. Do you know what year that was? Uh, I'm going to guess it was a year with Terry. No. It was a year uh, that Joe Cronin started with the Trailblazers. 
Oh, it was way back then? I guess that was a long time 2007. ago. 2007. Yeah. yeah, you're right. What am I doing? That's funny. Relationships. What makes me mad is, um, and let me, I just want to say this, like Milwaukee has everything we should have, right? They have Terry Stotts. Like I knew what he was. I knew what he was about. I saw what he did, the impact. Players talked about it. Their co-owner is an Oregon State alum, uh, Wes Edens, who contributes more to the Milwaukee Bucks, I think, than the college football team that he graduated from. Their bench guys are former trailblazers. And instead of drafting a different player or a position of need, they went with potential and gambled on a guy from Greece and said, this is the dude. Danny Ferry wants him. Danny Ainge is eyeing him. We're taking him. They just got lucky that he grew another three inches and he gained muscle mass and became one of the most dominant forces we've seen since Shaq. And now they've added Damian Lillard. Like, everything about Milwaukee is something Portland should have had, could have had, but we never did, and we don't. So it's really sad to say that out loud, but I'm probably going to be at a Milwaukee parade next year randomly. There is no team in basketball that I'm going to pull for more this year than Milwaukee. I was already rooting for him. That's the great thing is the Mirren Fader book and the Jersey. And I just like, I think Giannis is genuinely a good dude. I was already kind of an Eastern conference bucks fan. Uh, now that Dame's there, like it makes it easy. I can watch Portland develop, grow kind of suck. And then the playoffs start. I have a, I have a dog to back. Now I have the, the Milwaukee bucks to pull for. Anything else you want to, you want to get in here? Uh, I, I just want to, like, I'm so glad it's done. I mean, I really am. It, it, that, Buddy, the relief. Well, the thing about the difference is, like, I'm not, I'm not getting off work or doing something, and then, like, I'm not prioritizing this in my, like, you, you spend a lot of time talk, calling people, texting people, being on this, and that's 90 not, days. That's not fun. That's a grind. People don't understand. Like, that shit is a grind. It sounds fun, then you do it, and it's a grind. It's not. I will tell you right now, it's not fun. I do, God, not, just, I do not envy Woj and Shams. It's no. no part of that. The I number of times to. I was out on my back porch at 2 o'clock in the morning on the phone. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I, no, I, you. I have no interest in that. So I'm, I'm glad the speculation's done. All the takes are out there. Most of them did not age well, but I'm glad... Damon's up in a good spot. I I was one of those people. Like I wasn't saying send him to Miami for the crap deal, but I was kind of one of those people. Like I'd like to see them reward him with a good destination. And I'm glad that they got a a player like Aiton in return. And now I just we wait for the Drew trade and we hopefully get some uh, decent pieces in return for that. Well, we do have breaking news. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Trailblazers have released a statement. Oh. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers have acquired center DeAndre Ayton forward Tumani Kamara from the Phoenix Suns in exchange for guard Keon Johnson forward Nasir Little and center Yusuf Nurkic. The team announced the day. Additionally, Portland acquired Drew Holiday, a 2029 first-round pick, and the right to swap first-round picks in 2028 and 2030 from the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for guard Damian Lillard. Milwaukee also sends guard Grayson Allen to Phoenix. And there's a further statement. On behalf of the entire Portland Trailblazers organization, I want to express my gratitude to Damian for 11 stored years with his franchise and for his loyalty to the Portland community, said General Manager Joe Cronin. From becoming the all-time leading points scorer in franchise history to his dedicated commitment to youth across Oregon and the entire Pacific Northwest, Damian is and will remain a titan and a true trailblazer to this city. I would also like to thank Yusuf Nurkic for his devotion to Portland these last seven seasons, said Cronin. A consummate professional on and off the court, Nurk has been a key leader for this team, and we appreciate his dedication and passion for this franchise, the city, and the fans. Thank you to Keon Johnson and Nasir Little for their contribution to Trailblazers Portland as well, added Cronin. We wish Dame, Nurk, Keon, and Nas much success going forward. Stay classy, Portland. Well, if they're releasing that statement, that means the paperwork has been submitted. Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks have also released their thing. So what's interesting is I'm going to have to take a look and see if they can no longer trade Drew. Okay, there we go. The if they can limit. no longer trade Drew for 60 days. Well, that was my I, – I, I don't know the CBA stuff like you do, and, and I'm too stupid to like want to dive in and learn it. But that was kind of one my, my big – my initial takeaway was I, didn't, I couldn't remember if I need to, trade I need right to double away. check this. 
No, no, yeah, double check it. But like, I couldn't remember if you could trade right away. And if you can't, man, like, I, I kind of like having Drew here. Like, I know it's a weird, you know, for the same arguments about you guys didn't want Hero because of position. Like, I get it, but Drew is, man, Drew's such a professional man, and like, Scoot already seems so mature even at nineteen that like, I, I kind of just, I want him to be talking his year off. I hope Drew in practice is kind of giving him some some odds and ends to kind of learn from before we ship him off to a real contender. They've got DeAndre Ayton in that number two jersey, and it looks pretty good. He's wearing – oh, where's the – I didn't see the photo. Hold on. Yeah. Give me a second. Yeah, it's, it looks pretty good. Look at the line. Did they just tweet it out? The Blazers did, yeah. Okay, give me a second. So it's from from their official account. Uh, was it Damn, 18, Milwaukee already has the hype video for Dame. Uh, listen. So is it – the aggregation of Drew is where I'm trying to double-check – I remember when they've done this in the past, he can be traded by himself. Oh, they're, they're, shout out Hyken. Hyken just texted me as I was going through it. I could, I could never remember the aggregation rule. Uh, they could trade Drew by himself, but not as uh, aggregated with other players. That's what it is. So um, Drew is still traded. eligible to be traded. So, it's, it's, so it could be hypothetically Drew for a young prospect and two picks. Oh, he just can't. He just can't be included with other players from Portland. He can be traded that's okay, by that's himself. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so he can be right. go traded for anything. Okay. So, okay. Um, they just can't aggregate salary on top of it. So uh, he makes thirty-five million dollars. Um, I need to now that the um, books are done, or now that the trade is official. I need to go look at the salaries for everything to know exactly where they stand with stuff. Um, Cause this is going to be wonky um, knowing what they can and can't get back and how close to the luxury tax line. The good thing is now we know established salaries with guys. Um, what we don't know is whether or not they, um, which guys they won't or will or will not bring to uh, or post camp. Because they have a bunch of guys on non-guaranteed deals. This is what we talked about when they started signing guys. Like, well, we can kind of fill out the roster and have guys ready just in case. Right. And now we'll kind of we'll have to sort through how many people they have. So it's going to be interesting. So um, I only have one more thing. What's up? Does he do it? Does he get a chip? Does he finally get a chip? I, I think so. Dame is playing with his best teammate of all time, and Giannis is playing with his best teammate of all time. Yeah, Giannis is a top 20 player of all time. Yes. Dame is a top 75. When it's all done, he might move into top 50. Sure. Those I hope two he does. Though, I, I want nothing more this year. Yeah. In, in sports, there's, I will gladly give up any of my other teams winning a title if the Bucks win a title and Dame gets gets one because I genuinely believe that he deserves that opportunity because the last general manager fucked him. So USC can beat Georgia in the national championship game and you tell God to let them lose so Dame can win in Milwaukee? I'm 100%. I will be honest. I think it would be cooler if Dame won a ring. Besides, I've seen USC win titles before. And there's the asshole. <laughs> Fight on, bitches! Uh, <laughs> I've seen that in my lifetime. Thank you. Uh, in fact, I've seen multiple, so I'm good. Um, don't get me wrong; I want more. I always want more. But I genuinely would give up USC winning a title if if Dame and the Bucks won one. I think it'd be cool as hell. Uh, I wouldn't nope. do that because my NFL team is good. My baseball team is the best team in baseball, and I want my True. college football team to be in a real conference. Uh, I wouldn't do those things, but I, I'm absolutely rooting and hoping he can get a chip. I really am. I, I think it would be cool as hell. Um, we will be back when the Drew trade happens. Um, as I understand it, I think that the goal is right now, I think that they want to have this done kind of before the weekend. Before camp, at least. Yeah. And as I said before, there was no no shortage of offers and discussion of offers right out of the gate. Yeah. So, um, I would expect that 
there's movement on that pretty quick. And then we can we can do the how did the Blazers do? How did Joe Cronin do? Mm-hmm. We can we can do the triage and the assessment of of how they got out of this. Yeah. So this is a it's a it's a sad good day. It's end of an era, and uh, that, 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 that's the thing. Is it's genuinely the end of an era. This is Ant is the only player left from the Olshay era. Do you know that? I did. I saw that uh, somebody said that yesterday. He's the only team from the Western Conference Finals team, and I'm just like, oh, God, that was only four years ago, man. Like, <laughs> it's great. Right, man. but that's how this league operates, Danny. It's a two year league, man. Everything's changing in two years. You think it's oh, they're gonna. Kevin Durant's going to win 10 titles in Golden State. Then he only signs one and ones, and then he's out. Like, it just, everything goes quicker than you think it will in the NBA. It, and, that's, and that's why the Bucks capitalized here. Yeah. Because there's only so many times you have these opportunities, and you have a great player, and they, they are doing it. So, uh, we will be back once we know the Drew deal, and then after that, we will get into it. We've held off on doing shows. For those who don't know, I'll tell you, we were going to do a show on Sunday. Uh, I I had heard there was some momentum building going into that night, and I said, you know what, let's go ahead and hold off. And then we were going to do it Monday night, and I was playing golf. <laughs> yep. And I got and word then- I got word that it wasn't happening. <laughs> and then we were going to do it Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Your transmission died, so I just figured you're busy. I don't like bothering you. Yeah, no, it's and I, I, I did have a lot going on. Uh, I, but I also, if I knew something was going to happen, I would have told you, hey, uh, it's happening. And then obviously today, here we are. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on social media at Danny Maring, at Brandis Break, at Jack Ramsey's. Email the show, jacksramsey's at gmail.com. And it, I would be, um, uh, not only improper, but it would be breaking a bet. Jack Ramsey is brought to you by Move Insoles, and that will not change that Damian Lillard is in Milwaukee. We uh, That is still going to roll. Uh, they I believe they had uh, 20% off through the end of the week on Move Insoles. I played my first game of basketball in five years last Monday. I am actually still recovering because my legs have quite literally not been able to handle that. Uh, <laughs> turns out if when you physically haven't been able to run in five years because your hips and knees are destroyed. Basketball uh, is a tough sport to be jumping into, buddy. Played four games. Oh, full court? Full court, shorter court. Oh man! But I, 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 I didn't go a hundred percent, but I did pick up a calf strain. <laughs> we're, old, we're old, man. We're freaking old. Yes. So, uh, get your move insoles, get your shoes, and if anybody can point me to a pair of Sabrina ones in a size twelve, holler at me. I'm still trying to track down a pair. <laughs> uh, and that you got anything, brother? I don't. Just um, thank you guys for reaching out. Like. I, I do want to take a quick second to know that, like, I haven't been as heavy on social lately. I, I, I deal with stuff behind the scenes with my family and whatnot. Um, to know that, like, when something like this happens, there are legitimately people who reach out and tweet us or tell, like, pod tonight. Like, the fact that you guys do that, we see that. And if we don't say it enough, then shame on us. But, like, I was... I got home, I was sorting through stuff, and then I check mentions and I see all these people just like, pod tonight, pod, come on, you guys, pod tonight. And I'm just like, that's really cool. So thank you guys for rocking with the show. Uh, thanks for hanging with us when we do these. I know we don't do them. We're not Mike Richmonds of the world. I think that's psychotic behavior, but um, Mike is a different breed, man. But Shout I, out, I, Mike, I, for doing this every day. We do this every day on the radio. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing is like it's a little different for us because we do radio shows. So like we do talk a lot of Blazers on a radio show. We do talk for three hours every day. (laughs) Right. Um, But thank you for rocking with the podcast. And the rest of this week, tomorrow, Friday, we do talk college football, NFL football a lot, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like this happening, we're going to have a lot more to talk about on the radio. So if you tune into my show, 6 to 9, or or Danny's 12 to 3. Or uh, like today, 11, 18 to 3. Right. And I've had one of those days when Neil got fired. He got fired at 9, 10 a.m. Oh, like, there you go. Let us go back on the air. And J- Jeff was like, yep, go ahead. So uh, thank you guys for rocking with us. We appreciate the support. We do appreciate you. Like, rate, review, subscribe, help us grow the show as we get into the season. Uh, I will be, I've been holding off on player previews and any content because I needed to know who was going to be here before I start cranking stuff out and saying this, 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 or goals. How's this going to shake out? Once they move Drew, 
I'll dive into it more. We, mm. we know the principal actors right now, but let's make sure there's no other young player that matters coming back and kind of give an understanding. Um, what I will probably do uh, for the Patreon subscribers, I'll probably open up a QA and a uh, coming up this weekend, and we'll probably dive, you know what, not even probably, we will dive into DeAndre Ayton film. So um, if you want to be a part of that, that's there for you. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do some other stuff here on the YouTube channel, breaking down some other things. So the, the content is going to start flowing now that we have resolution, for, for, for lack of a better term. Um, as Brandon said, Brandon Sprague, uh, Dirt and Sprague, uh, 6 to 9 every morning, 1080 The Fan. Danny and Dusty, noon to 3 also on 1080 The Fan. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful night. Take care. Talk soon. We will catch you guys uh, as soon as... Honestly, as soon as Drew gets moved and then we'll come back and kind of wrap this section of it all up. And then Monday media day, we will have a media day wrap up regardless of where things stand. We will dive in there and we look forward to training camp Monday. The trailblazer season is officially underway. Wow. We're there. Yeah. So, uh, everybody have a wonderful night. Uh, listen to Brandon in the morning, listen to me in the afternoon.